You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. A, I mean, you think about. It. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by. Uh, by a president. Stop moving that, 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 that uh, you know, what's this thing called? That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go from here. Joe Brandon, I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Rocking along here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Matt Buff, your host, and you can catch us on AM 950, 94.9 FM, Zansa Orlando. Also on your Roku TV, the Patriot Podcast Network, where you can watch 2,000 Mules for free. Go to the Patriot Podcast Network on your Roku TV, and then also check out the interviews from the Buff Show on there, including our special interview with Dinesh D'Souza, the creator producer and writer of 2000 mules very cool stuff catch us on your favorite podcasting site including itunes and pandora and also streaming out there on rumble follow us on facebook.com slash the buff show orlando go to the buff show.com right just go to the website for all that information and click on the propaganda exposed link with ty and charlie bollinger at the top phenomenal content there I want to jump more. This this show is going to be 2,000 Mules and Beyond. We're going to go to Joe, Joe Hoff from the Gateway Pundit. He's also on uh, Real Talk in St. Louis. Joe, welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you back. Hey, Matt. Great to be here. Really happy to be here. Well, we haven't had a yawn in a while. And since last time you were on, I think gas was about 280 a gallon. <laughs> well, uh, I guess you better get me on more often. <laughs> Yeah, well, next time you'll be on, it'll be six bucks a gallon. <laughs> yeah, all right. Stolen elections have consequences, Joe Hoff. Yeah, yeah, they sure do, and it's a scary time. So, um, so where should we start? Well, I, I know. Have you seen Two Thousand Mules yet? Um, when it came to the drop boxes. Well, I tell you what, I saw part of it i was able to get a like a sneak peek but it was timed out and i was exhausted i watched about 20 minutes one night and i said i gotta go to bed and then the next morning that it had timed out i didn't realize (laughs) minutes of it but uh, you know i get the jest and i i certainly um understand um it's 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 just an excellent production so i can't wait to see it all yeah, well, I told you where to go to find it, the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. <laughs> I yeah. want everybody also to check out the book, The Steel by Joe Hoft. Um, we're going to go beyond 2,000 mules here. And in that movie, Dinesh breaks down literally 2,000 mules in the swing states that were caught on camera, um, dumping ballots in the drop boxes. They rebuilt the blue wall in Michigan with – Ballot harvesting, stacks of ballots, rebuilt the blue wall there. The country's paying the price. Joe, you and I have talked in the past many times about the affidavits. We talked about the Arizona audit. The big problem that you and I pointed out at first, we'll get to the mules here with the drop boxes, but one thing you and I pointed out was the envelopes, right? Because once they're separated from the ballot, there's no tracking of that. And all these pristine ballots came in to the different areas. And even in the Arizona audit, they said 
we had a major problem with the envelopes, the signatures, and the addresses and the duplicates and all that. It was just really out of control. Yeah, absolutely. There's Yeah, there's so much to unwind here. It's like, where do you start? Um, so 2,000 Mules was excellent. I think the main thing that the purpose that it, it's done is it's it's in you know brought more light to the subject and that's what we need to do keep throwing light on this thing because it's it, and we've been right from the start this thing was absolutely stolen um last night i was at an event in st charles county in st louis uh, where they're trying to get an audit out here now st charles county's red and missouri's red and it's no doubt you know it it was trump country and trump did win out here but there's just enough peculiarities that they they're saying let's look at it and yet we have a uh, an elections um director for the county who's not interested and um it's really frustrating because i mean this is where we should be looking and anyways i went to this meeting last night with a group of people we laid out all these this various information on why it should happen, why we should be doing an audit here. And uh, somebody sent me, texted me a picture, this election director who's sitting about 20 feet to my right in a row in front of me, he's playing uh, Candy Crush on his on his iPhone. <laughs> As all these guys are presenting, and I gotta tell you, so then it was my turn to go up, and, uh, and you can see this out the Gateway Pundit today. And I just unloaded on this guy. I'm like, I've been in audit committee, audit committee board, executive meetings, cross country, across the world, literally. And I have never once played Candy Crush during one of those meetings. I mean, it was just so offensive what this guy's doing. He does, he didn't care. And I want these this board to know this is this is outrageous. I've never seen this before. And then I mentioned, you know, at the end that I I work for the Gateway Pundit with for my brother. And I write for them, and um, and I said I can pretty much guarantee you that somebody playing Candy Crush at a at a board council meeting is going to be up at the Gateway Pundit. And I said last night we put it up this morning, a uh, picture of this guy doing that. It's just that's kind of that that actually that picture says a lot because that's that's the attitude we're getting from from the politicians and really from the Department of Justice. So. It's it's the reason we haven't gotten a lot of traction on this isn't because there's not evidence. There's massive evidence, and and every day we get more. And uh, last night they just threw out some more evidence, and in, in just in a red county, St. Charles County in Missouri. Also last night in New Mexico, uh, prof, the Professor Clemens, he and a group they're doing an audit down there in one of the counties in New Mexico. They found that while they were doing the audit, that a that a county clerk or a city clerk and Dominion went in and deleted a bunch of files during this audit as they were getting into it, and they've caught them. And so this is the kind of stuff we're, we're faced with every day. Every day there's more and more information on, on the fraud and on the fraud cover-up. And uh, so clearly there's something there. And that was that's a point, too, I'd like to make being a former auditor. And, and, and Matt, I've mentioned this to you before. I was an executive out in Hong Kong for years. And I, and I mentioned this last night, too. I try to say this to give me some credibility. I'm not just somebody that's looking into this. I have a background in auditing, and uh, I've overseen financials of a billion dollars, and I've also done audits around the world, maybe 200. I've never seen uh, the mess that this audit is. I've never seen people push back like this, never, ever. In 200 audits, has anybody pushed back and said, no, you cannot have it? Most people are happy to give you the reports you're looking for. They hand it over, say, hey, yeah, sure, here it is. And and they, they have confidence in what they're doing. Never do you see these people pushing back, deleting files, 
and, and, and the atrocious activities that we've seen since the November 3rd, 2020. So that's a dead giveaway right away that this thing was stolen. The evidence just off the mules, just off the uh, audits that we've seen, that we've talked about before, and just what you just saw, even in a red county. We're doing audits in Florida, too. Florida's a red red state, too. And uh, we're seeing massive irregularities, too. I mean, it's just unreal on an unprecedented level. We're, in, we're alive in a time in our country where we've seen a really a real stolen election. I mean, that is the absolute truth. And it was done in a very mathematical and methodical way in the swing states. That's where it was really focused on. Can I'm going to paint a picture for you, Joe, and you tell me what the media would be talking about right now. I'm going to paint this picture for you. Trump wins the 2020 election after installing drop boxes all over the United States and demanding that people vote from home. And then they find video of MAGA hat wearing people dumping ballots into a drop box. And then Democrats start wondering what happened here. Where would the media take it from there? Huh. <laughs> They'd be calling well, right now. They're calling for, you know, an insurrection against uh, the uh, because of Roe v. Wade. I mean, these people are sick. Uh, you know, I was talking to some buddies just now. Um, these people are satanic. <laughs> the stuff that they they're, are. They're pushing. It's sick. And, and of course, they, they, they got a stolen election. They move ahead. They stole it. It's done. We're moving on. And that was, that was their attitude from, from about 4 in the morning on November 3rd. So, so going back to Dinesh's movie, it's fantastic, and it shows all that. But there was so much more. And, and actually, so I've written one book called The Steel Volume 1, and it's uh, the beginnings. And it's about what happened before the election. And you can see with our media how corrupt it is, just totally corrupt. You can see uh, with the big tech how they were censoring everybody from seeing anything. You can see China absolutely didn't want Trump again to win. Their account, Trump was destroying China. You can see the other thing that I thought was really important and, there, and there's, a, there's a number of absentee ballots before the election and how they m managed that, manipulated that uh, basically unconstitutionally to get these drop boxes in across the country. But um, the one thing that really jumped out to me is I kept track of the rallies before the election. And between Labor Day and Election Day, President Trump had like 1.1 million people at his rallies. And by the way, I'm not aware of one incidence of violence, not one single broken glass, not a thing. That not one thing, 1.1 million people, nothing. At the same time, we had Joe Biden with his rallies with less than 2,000 people total. 1.1 million to 2,000. I mean, that is the disparity that we had stepping into this election. And that's a great measurement. That tells you a lot because they always say enthusiasm, the most enthusiastic, uh, enthusiastic um, ca campaign wins. And... Trump had all sorts of enthusiasm, despite all the uh, the headwinds against him, and so um, that alone, I think, really, sh you know, is shocking to say something's going on. The the thing Stay that on that point, Joe, real quick. I'm yeah. sorry. Stay on that no. point, real quick, because there's a national stat that backs that up. When an incumbent right has that much enthusiasm, they've won 99 percent of the time. Yeah, um, it's yeah. only in a rare case where uh, an incumbent didn't win, and never did an incumbent not win when he had the enthusiasm on his side. 
you're you're right. And there's some other stats too, like never had a had a president lost when there was a uh, like a, a pandemic going on. Never had they lost when there was like a, a type of you know downturn in the economy. Never when both the pandemic and downturn had the incumbent lost. All these statistics. Uh, from the past showing that, you know, Trump was was running away with this thing. And then Trump himself said, people told him if he gets an extra million, he had like 63 million in uh, 2016. If he gets 64 million, it's it's over. He's going to win. And instead he gets like 75 million. So yeah. he was extremely popular. So for them to steal this, they had to make up the greatest lie on earth. And it, and, and it was, and it, and it was, it was stolen. We'll be back on the buff show. You stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight, $7.99 burger and fries. Tomorrow, live music. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention The Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to the Buff Show with Joe Hoff. Let's jump right back in. But the thing then that grabs me, so, you know, we can talk about all these other things like the drop boxes, but this one guy uh, from the creator of Dilbert, uh, Scott Adams, I believe is his name, he came out with a, with a tweet about a month after the election. And he said, everything else doesn't matter. Nothing matters. The fact is, when they stopped allowing Republicans into the into the polling places where they were counting ballots well then it was over it was over we had every right to be there and we were physically prevented from being there and when that happened the election was over he said it was it was totally at that point is when it was stolen and he is so right you cannot physically threaten and harm people and and prevent them from seeing what's going on and that's 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 what they did, and that's when the election was stolen. And that's when it was over, and that happened on, on on November in the evening of November fourth. 
you can hear people in Detroit talking about, uh, you know, hey, this van showed up and all this stuff and and it just outrageous stuff in in these big four or five big cities, right? And that's what it came down to, and it really, you know, really did. It was Detroit, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Phoenix, and uh, Las Vegas. But really, just three of those cities did it. It was Philly, 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 Georgia, and, and any one, any other one of those uh, was enough to steal the election for Biden. And it was outrageous. And, and these numbers don't make sense. You talk to people in Georgia, you know that. Everybody's like, no, this is a red state. This is outrageous. Now they're now they're preparing for the next election where they're going to steal it again and give it to to crazy Stacey Abrams, who is a absolute crook in my book. She she had a net worth of a hundred thousand dollars back in t- 2018 when she ran, and now her net worth is like five million. Yeah, and, you know, and and same with actually the uh, the current governor of Georgia, Kemp. He made three million over this this term. So there appears to be a lot of money in this business of stealing elections because Kemp signed off on – he certified these elections and signed off on them a half hour after he received the report from uh, Raffensperger. It was it was a done deal. These guys were crooks, and then once they did it, then they've done everything they could to stop and prevent any activity that would, uh, that would uncover the massive fraud. Georgia is where you saw a lot of these ballot uh, harvesters working just – hundreds of them right just in just in atlanta alone and where did they go after they dropped the ballots off after they took their picture of themselves putting them in the in the uh i'll call it the trash can the ballot drop box where did where did they go they went someplace to get paid and and there's belief that 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 was stacy abrams place and uh, some other democratic headquarters and and also the guy who ran for senate uh the so-called minister he's paying people off so there's a real man of integrity, isn't it? A real man of the cloth, paying people off to steal an election. So that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with here. And and ever since November fourth, then it's been a massive cover-up. And so I'm I'm looking back. Volume two of the steal is really kind of defining what happened. So certainly uh, there's going to be chapters on the absentee ballots, also on the chain of custody mat, where they where basically you have to keep track of every ballot. It has to be treated like a you know, like money. You protect it, you treat it, and and yet you you look at these pictures of uh, of Fulton County with ballots thrown all over the floor. It's just a mess, and and these other locations as well, just an absolute mess, and um, so much room for fraud there, as well as um, the chain of custody where. Where did these ballots come from? All of a sudden, they show up. Where are they? Where are they at? These guys in New Mexico showed me a trash can full of ballots. They're like, we think this is the eight thousand ballots that came out of nowhere. They were sitting off to the side near the voting place. What? What was that? Where these? Where did these ballots come from? In these envelopes, like what you were saying, Matt. And then the the other thing they did, they turned off the signature matching uh, uh, equipment. Basically, there was no signature match in almost any of these states or cities. So you're technically you're supposed to agree the signature on the envelope to the to the applicant's signature. They didn't do that. So you got a bunch of ballots that come in that don't know where they came from and there's no signature match on them. And so it was just, you know, that's where they dropped millions of ballots. I also think, Matt, that there's something to do with these uh, voting machines. And the reason I say that is because. They fought tooth and nail every time we've wanted to look at them, and they're doing that now. Like I said, down in uh, in New Mexico, why is that, Matt? I'm telling you, as an auditor, never 
if I had people refuse us to look at the, the machines that were, that were involved in the process? Never. <laughs> Never. The fact that there, we live in a lawless country, if you have a D next to your name right now, a lawless country. It's illegal to influence a Supreme Court judge. So the people in front of their houses are breaking the law. It's illegal to do everything we just talked about when it comes to election integrity. It is illegal. And they won't let you look at it. So a lawless country is what we live in if you have a D next to your name. Um, I just don't understand it. Or maybe depending on the color of your skin, too, in some circumstances, just ask uh, Dave Chappelle when that guy rushed him on stage and he's not charged. <laughs> I mean... What kind of lawlessness are we living in in this country? And then we don't have anybody going after it. And even if you do get somebody to go after it, they don't want to show it to you. Mm, it's frightening. It's just, you know, this was, it's a communist takeover. And I, I mentioned this last night too, in, in my brief little three minute talk there in, in St. Charles County is like, I was in Hong Kong. And when I moved there in 2011, it was like in its 20th year in a row of being the freest country in the world rated by the, the Heritage Foundation. And um, today, Hong Kong has been taken over by China. Uh, they just had a individual who ran for the head and there was no competition. The individual's picked by China. Um, and he's the same guy that hammered down on the protesters. So it was his, he's the guy that uh, punished these children, threw them in jail for life and sent some off to China that we don't even know where they're at. That's the new CEO or, or president of Hong Kong. And so you can guarantee that Hong Kong's no longer the freest country in the world. And they also came in, uh, the lower house was all a bunch of people that didn't want, that voted for the people. And like 90 some percent, maybe 99, voted that won that election that I was there in 2020 were people that ended up um, voting for the anti-Chinese candidate. And yet, so what China do, they basically made the lower house just defunct. It doesn't matter what they do. The upper house, which is all Chinese, will rule and they'll report to this guy who's uh, been instituted and, and, and brought in by the Chinese communists. And that's Hong Kong now. So freedom of speech is gone. I was real fortunate to get out of there. A week after I left Hong Kong, they changed the law that if you say anything bad, about China, you can go to jail. And there were people that were immediately arrested and uh, sent some sent to China. And I got out of there a week before that. And so I'm grateful for that, you know. But this is where the U.S. is headed. We're losing our freedom of speech. And then the next thing is they steal the election. And then they just start controlling, try to control everything about us. And, and that's why this is all so important. It's so important that an elections director should not be playing Candy Crush on his phone during an election meeting. <laughs> that's, you know why, that's just a ironic symbol of everything. Isn't it? Playing Candy Crush while the election is stolen. Playing Candy Crush. Just never pay attention to the real problem. Just play Candy Crush. Go watch Batman. Don't worry about 2,000 Mules. Oh, you want to promote 2,000 Mules, the movie? We're going to take it down. Joe, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know. You've been working. You and your brother have been working on the Gateway Pundit for a long time. I don't know if you've heard of anything like this. 
I upload the show to the Patriot Podcast Network on Google Drive. They wouldn't let me upload it because the title was 2,000 Mules. Google Drive won't even upload. I, I have I've been blocked from the cloud because of my politics. Because I want to take a peek under the hood at the election and promote this movie with Dinesh D'Souza, and I can't upload it to the crown. I got blocked by Google Drive, Johan. Matt, that's just shocking, and it's it, it's just it's so appalling. This is, you know, where are the warriors that are going to stand up? for freedom of speech. Where are they? Because really, I, I had Pamela Geller on my show. And uh, from- Listen to that, by the way, I, I did hear that. And she said that if we don't have freedom of speech, we don't have freedom. It's the, it's really the pure, it's really one of the purest things about freedom is the ability to share the truth. And if, and then she said, but if we don't have free and fair elections, then it's all just gibberish. I thought that made sense too. And now we're even seeing that freedom, but it all is really based on, you know, freedom of life, the ability to live and uh, the right to live and the right to life. And if we don't have life, then none of it matters. But all these things are under attack right now by the far left. And uh, we've got to stand up. This is outrageous. We, you know, that was one thing I mentioned last night too. Everybody should be standing on their chairs. I mean, I was yeah. emotional, but I'm like, we need, this is outrageous what's going on. We, this, this is, this is, you know, man, I never would have believed it growing up. I grew up in Iowa. Across the street was a field. We were playing baseball. We were free. And, and I, and I feel for our kids today because, you know, they, they may grow up in a world where they can't even say what they're thinking, or they might be, they might be already like my son could be hindered because of my beliefs. Because that's what happened with my wife in China. I married a girl from China that I met there years ago. And when she was trying to get out of the country, we'd gotten all the paperwork and all the stuff done to come to the States. She almost didn't make it because her dad had been arrested once, not found guilty, but arrested for praying. And and he was beaten up and, and they wanted to force a, force a, you know him to say that he was praying, which he was, and he wouldn't. And uh, But her uncle... They put him in prison for three years for praying. So just because my wife's father had that on his record, she almost didn't get out of out of China to come to the U.S. to be with me or husband. I mean, this is the kind. Is this what we want? Is this really what we want in America? Because that's where we're heading right now. We're heading there. We'll be back with Joe Hoft on the Buff Show. Stay with us. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of the Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. 
since 2012. Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit Cellulartronics.com. Cellulartronics. Welcome back to the Buff Show with Joe Hoff. Let's jump right back in. Yeah, I mean, we can, and, and you know, the list, Matt, goes on and on about the stolen election. I do believe there's something to be ha- happen with the machines. Um, I absolutely believe, uh, you know, that when they stopped us and, and prevented us from coming in, they, and, and looking at what's going on, they broke the law. They should have been all arrested then. If we had people of integrity, they would have locked that place down. Anybody that was preventing people would have been immediately arrested. They would have protected the information and the evidence. They would have then determined whether it was even safe to continue counting or if they needed to do a new election because that's really where we were at. And instead they just pushed through all this garbage. And we know it's garbage now from from uh, from Dinesh D'Souza. There's evidence. And and he's saying there's enough just just in the mules to, to have overturned this election for President Trump. So combine that with everything else. I mean, yeah. how many votes did Joe Biden actually win how many real votes it's not that many i don't think so either there's people are saying no one girl she says i don't i don't think he got 20 million (laughs) i'm like well (laughs) i don't think he beat hillary i don't think there's any way he didn't beat obama they're saying he beat obama yeah obama had 69 million and held the old record he didn't beat obama he didn't beat hillary 65 million so where where did he land i mean and how many of hillary's votes were were fraudulent and how many of Obama's votes were fraudulent? I mean, how long has this been going on? It didn't just start in 2020. Some of the some of the tactics, maybe. I mean, they've been in, in like in California that they've got these drop boxes, and that's turned into a mess now. You will never have a candidate win that's not part of the that's not handpicked. Just like with Hong Kong, you're not going to have somebody win that election that China doesn't pick, and you're not going to have anybody win an election in California that's not picked by whoever it may be that makes those decisions. And uh, is that where we want to be? I mean, it's outrageous. California needs to be, you know, flipped upside down. It's, 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 it's not a, it's not a, it's not a democracy or republic. It's, it's a mess. And that's where we're headed. These people trained to do what they did, right? In the movie, 2000 Mules, they show this girl walk by a trash can that, you know, just walks right by it. Dumps her ballots, then she's wearing a mask because they all wear the mask to protect their identity. That's that's what they wore the mask for. Um, she takes off her gloves because they they were required to wear gloves to drop the ballots in there, and then she turns around instinctively and throws them in the trash can that she completely ignored when she walked by it. That means she knew it was there. That means training was done. Not only was training done, Joe Hoff, they were two votes away from making the steel permanent. When you talked about the California, they wanted to do HR1, which is the government takeover of elections. We found a way. We worked really hard. We trained. We trained operatives on the ground. That's why they were taking pictures with their cell phone. They had to prove that they were there, right? And then they go get paid. 
And then the truck comes. It was a well-orchestrated event. And then they tried to pass a law to make it permanent. We were yeah. this close to becoming Hong Kong. I tell you, Matt, I don't think it's over. It's not like they've thrown it away. It's sitting there oh. still. They're still trying to get it through. You know that every every day, every moment. Because they know once they do that, then they've locked in fraud and they've locked in their elections forever. And they'll be just like China and Hong Kong. They will own this this country. And maybe it's China who's behind it anyways. Maybe it's China that's going to own this country. Or is it Soros? Or is it Obama? Who is it? You know? But that's a, you're, you're absolutely right, man. This is fr frightening. The thing that really hit me about that HR1 is that is the very first bill that they threw on the table when they when they stepped into this Congress, which I I do believe without a doubt, not only was that uh, was the presidential election stolen, so were some Senate races, so were some House races. So I don't I, I personally believe probably we have a red Congress, red Senate and, and President Trump. That's who won the election, but that's not who had the most ballots you know, that were counted and, and, or fraudulently made up. And, uh, so I question that. I question if these machines can actually generate ballots. We found when we were doing our research that there's a functionality within some of this software that allows you to pr create ballots and supposedly it's to be used for auditing. So you can create a sample of 50 ballots. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, if it's using it for that and they'll steal an election, why wouldn't they create ballots anyways. So that's what I'm thinking. That's why they don't want to see what's in those machines. There's something there because they have fought that tooth and nail wherever it's come up. And or they've you know deleted information like we just found out in New Mexico. So everywhere we turn, there was fraud, there was corruption, there were criminal acts. And 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 who does that? That's not the American way. It's people that get away with it first of all. And nobody's been punished. And that's why they're continuing to punish people like Manafort and President Trump and Roger Stone and uh, Steve Bannon. They're, con they're, they're continually being oppressed because they can do it. And nobody's saying boo. And where's our Republican Party? Where are these great leaders? You know, like McConnell. What a skunk. What a joke. I mean, this, yeah. guy's, this guy is toxic. What he's done to this country, and now he's out spending money on these candidates that nobody wants, nobody likes. Murkowski. The establishment candidates. Amen. And and they're attacking people like like in Missouri, we got uh, uh, Greitens, who's running for who had his had his governorship stolen from him based on a Soros DA who uh, or or circuit uh, attorney in St. Louis. They made up charges on him, and then as soon as he resigned, they dropped him, and they were all made up. And it was a lie. And now this guy's running for uh, for Senate, and um, and they're trying to set him up there. You have Karl Rove and McConnell people working to set him up on, on some some more bogus stuff from his wife. It's, it's outrageous. They've stepped into his divorce and are manipulating his wife to do and say things and write things down in order to in order to get him knocked out of the race. This is the kind of people we're dealing with, Republican and Democrat. We have an obligation as hosts, and, and you do this on the Gateway Pundit. We source, as you guys know, the listeners, we, you know we source the Gateway Pundit every week, every single week on the Buff Show. I can't trust Fox News, who's not allowed to say 2,000 mules. I can't trust any media outlet that won't talk about the real issues in this country, and Gateway Pundit does that, so everybody go check it out. But 
we have an obligation as hosts, writers, people that bring information to the public to hold these new candidates accountable. Joe, I ask every candidate and every candidate. All right. So you get in the house. What committees and issues do you want to focus on? Yeah. And if I don't hear Hunter Biden's name, right, if I don't hear 2020 election, and if I don't hear the Afghanistan and the uh, border, with the border is the biggest crisis, one of the biggest crises in American history. If I don't hear any of those things, and I'm talking about accountability projects where our end goal here is somebody's going to be referred to the DOJ, right? And if the DOJ, it's going to be so big that the DOJ can't ignore it. If I don't hear that stuff, Joe Hoff, I can't support you. We have to get, McCarthy can't be just voted in as House leader. McConnell's got to go. What a clown. What an absolute disgrace. He's so worthless. I mean, really, is this guy Democrat or what? I mean, he is so, so weak and bad. How do you ever, he must be a king manipulator behind the scenes. Just a snake. It, we've got to get rid of these guys. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I think also, Matt, we need to we need to basically, I think across the board, but with the DOJ, just wipe it out. Just just totally wipe it out. With the IRS, wipe it out. Get rid of. And what I mean is, if we need to get rid of the top ten layers, get rid of them. We need to start over. We need to bring in good people from the Midwest or Florida or or, or people that we can trust. And I tell you what, I think the Obama judges need to be uh, removed from from office as well. These people aren't judges, and they never were. These people are, are are corrupt communist politicians that are using our court system to hurt us. And I know, and you know, if we ever go in front of an Obama judge, we're going to lose. It's 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 without a doubt, forever. Every one of these ones is corrupt, and so we need to get rid of them all. They're not legitimate. They never were. And they come from an illegitimate president, for that matter. And maybe that's that's the law that could be used to get rid of these people. Just say, right. well, we're not sure if Obama was legitimate. If his dad was actually an Obama, well, then um, I don't know how that even makes him qualify for president. And uh, so, therefore, all his information and all the stuff that he's done, this is this is a thought going through my head, Matt. I don't know. I'm just, Joe, just this is a great. About- this is a great article. Look at U.S. law. If somebody's impeached, how far does that trickle down to their appointments? Does that trickle down to their appointments and their cabinet picks and all that? Does all of that become null and void? There must be code on that in the U.S. Well, Constitution. If somebody acts fraudulently, if we can, if we can say, I think there's even an, an amendment that says we have to uphold the Constitution, and those elected into positions have to. So if you've got somebody that's consistently a judge, for example, that's ruling against the law and for some political communist agenda, how can that be constitutional? You would think you could argue that these people shouldn't be in play. They can't. We cannot continue with judges like this in our system. I mean, it's like having a massive, massive cancerous outbreak, and and we need to address it. Uh, This country, we're so close to losing it. I'm telling you, I was just in Hong Kong in 2011, freest country in the world. It's communist ran now. In 10 years, it is communist ran. So where are we going to be? And that's just 10 years. That's just a short amount of time. Look where we've come just in two years. Look just what's happened in two years. A lawless country 
unless you're a conservative. Then the most vile crackdowns on are on you. The the Gateway mm. Punnett top article today is the uh, DOJ threatened and harassed and beat up somebody who just happened to be at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just threatening these people, and you know yeah. we're going to lock you up just for being there. Trespass. Yeah. Trespass, trespass. No due process for these guys. None. That's the other thing I need from candidates. Accountability for the commission. Everybody for the commission should be impeached. But you guys also broke the name of the leaker. And we broke it on the Buff Show last week. The the leaker for the opinion on Roe v. Wade that came from uh, Justice Alito. It was in Sonia Sotomayor's office. Yeah. And Matt Schlapp on the show yesterday said, there's no way Sotomayor didn't know about that. There's no way you leak out a Supreme Court opinion piece on the Roe v. Wade without the boss knowing about it. Yeah. That's an impeachable offense right there for that Supreme Court judge. Yeah. Well, she shouldn't be there in the first place. I mean, you and I, it's just like with this clown that uh, Obama just picked and, and who's really brought in illegally too, saying he's going to bring in a black woman. What is that? If that's not racist and, and, and sexist, if that doesn't go against our law, what 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 does? And then he brings her in. She's a radical, you know, helping all these pedophiles, et cetera. And then we know, and I, we know right now, you and I, Matt, if we knew all the cases for the next 10 years, we could tell, we could tell everybody, here's how she's going to vote. And we'd be right. We'd know every single one how she's going to vote. She's just a radical leftist like Sotomayor and Kagan. Two people that never should have uh, been brought into the court. And then when they were brought into the court, they voted on Obamacare, and they never should have. I think both had conflicts of interest there. And that's the other thing, Matt, with these judges and these politicians and these people in our in our government. If they've got conflicts of interest, they don't care. If you do, they'll, 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 they'll arrest you for it. But even an appeared conflict, they will... They could, you know, like with Mueller, he's best friends with Jim Comey and he's running this thing. So anyways, when it comes to, I know we're running short on time, but when it comes to Biden, it wasn't about Jackson being a black woman. It was the right kind of black woman for the socialists that are running this regime. Right. Because he filibustered a black woman Supreme Court pick when he was in the Senate. He filibustered it. And he went on TV and said, I'll do everything in my power to make sure she doesn't sit on the bench. So there you have it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I lost you there. Jim Jim was calling me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can we can call him because there's some great ideas coming that we can yeah. talk about later. But yeah, I'll tell you this. Missouri, there, there is people out there working hard to fix this mess on the local level. People do have a say. Missouri, was it Missouri that just got rid of all draw boxes? They, they, they passed a law last night. That was last no, we'll night. See, we'll see yeah. if uh, it gets signed by the governor. I think it has to go back through the House, but it looks good if they can keep it. But I'm telling you, we've got a lot of these so-called Republicans that are rhinos, and uh, we got to get rid of them. It's a and long that's, that's, process. That's, that's another cancer around the country we got to get rid of these guys so well joe hop thanks for joining us on the show today to break this down two thousand mules and way beyond we went we went way beyond that way beyond thank you so much matt keep up the great work it's great to be here yes great to have you we'll be back on the buff show you stay with us 
Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coding Services, laser engraving, and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407 309 307 309 3000 and at veritastactical.com. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. You know, I look at gas prices, it gets me angry. These wars get me angry. All this stuff is getting me angry. The highest inflation in like 50-some years gets me so angry. I need some help. Maybe Lorraine Bennett can help me out. Lorraine, how you doing? Great, great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Okay, everybody's like, what's with the temper tantrum? Lorraine wrote the book, The Temperament God Gave You. So there you go. That's why I said that. Exactly. (laughs) And I love your tagline. You say, you know, I'm right. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. I am. Oh, I told yeah. everybody this would happen. Nobody listened. Yeah, exactly. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Lorraine, it's great to have you. She's a communications expert and just created Know Thyself, the game of temperaments. Yeah. The first game to help you identify, understand, and appreciate your own temperament and those of your friends and family. So, Lorraine, we're not going to talk about me at all, whatsoever, 100%. No, I'm, I'm kidding. We can talk about whoever, but where'd you get the concept? Where did this come from? Okay, well, this goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks. So, uh, the concept of temperament is that aspect of your personality that's sort of, um, you're sort of hardwired. So, you're born with this aspect of your personality. It's not the whole of your personality. So we're not putting anybody in boxes, but um, yeah, it's that part. So you tend to react in certain ways. So some people tend to react very quickly, very intensely, strong-willed, you know, et cetera, um, always right. You know, <laughs> that's one temperament. And there's uh, there's basically four of the ancient Greek temperaments. Okay, good yeah. deal. So where did they come to, they call that knee-jerk reaction, basically, yeah. the one you're... Right. Why do they call that a knee-jerk reaction? Does your knee physically jerk (laughs) when you see something that triggers you? Right, right. Yeah, so we decided to go back to the ancient Greeks and use the old terminology um, because that's kind of fun, you know, the choleric, sanguine, melancholic, and phlegmatic. 
So that's what we put into this game. So how do you play? Okay, well, it's kind of like apples to apples or even like a very wholesome Cards Against Humanity. Um, but it's like you have there, one person is a judge and uh, deals out the cards and says, okay, so who is the person who is Matt? And then you look at your cards and you pick out from them which card best describes Matt. And I uh, put it in the center and the judge decides the winning card. And then it goes around the circle. So you're not only finding out about yourself, you're also finding out about what other people, your friends and family think about you. That is awesome. That sounds yeah. dangerous and fun. I mean, dangerous and fun, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, very good. Now, you've written a lot of books. We talked about The Temperament God Gave You, also A Year of Grace, The Temperament God Gave Your Kids, The Temperament mm -hmm. God Gave Your Spouse. So you've been researching this for many, many years. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And it all started with my husband. He's the co-author. Um, he's a marriage and family therapist. So he studied temperament and, you know, he, he kind of discovered that it was really, really helpful in um, communications, in relationships. Um, it, it's helpful in your work situation as well to know what people, different temperaments. And you want to get, um, you know, you want to have a balanced team on your, you know, within your, your work environment. And so some people are more detail oriented. Some people are more big think, big picture. Other people are, you know, fantastic with marketing. So these are all actually come from the temperaments. Let's see the cards you have with you there. For yeah. everybody watching on video, let's see some of these. I'm going to pick one that's me. Oh, okay. You are. Okay. Um, well, then we have to have this card in. Uh, we have always right. Um, <laughs> no. I, wish I, I wish I had your tagline. I would have said, you know I'm right. You know? <laughs> That would be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we have effective, strategic, we have logical, and we have snake oil salesmen. <laughs> we have, and so you never know what, because you shove, there's 480 cards, so you don't know what you're going to get in your hand. So you'll have a, a, you know, a chance to pick out some really funny ones. Okay, good. So like yeah. if Barack Obama picked out snake oil salesman and Michelle right. Obama says, oh, that's you, what right. kind of tension that would cause? Yeah, I know. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So play with your friends and family, but, you know, have a have a good attitude. <laughs> yeah. Have a have a good temperament. Yeah. Well, all temperaments. There's strengths and weaknesses for each temperament. So let's talk about the four temperaments that you've highlighted. Yeah, here. yeah. Okay, so there's choleric or choleric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholic. So the choleric is your original type A leader type. You know, they're very um, quick, intense, long-lived reactions, very determined, forceful, uh, goal-oriented, right? Uh, very confident also. And then the exact opposite temperament is the phlegmatic, and that's a very easygoing, very like not strong reactions. They're very peaceful people. They like to be the team players, very cooperative. Then there's the sanguine. The sanguine is your um, really your classic people person, very extroverted, the most extroverted temperament. They're fun-loving, enthusiastic, vivacious, optimistic. And then the final temperament is the melancholic, and that's your very detail-oriented person, very serious, very um, noble-minded. Um, they're the most introverted temperament. 
So you can see there's four exact, they're all very different. And most people are probably a dominant and then a secondary temperament. Have you played with people that found out maybe I'm not who I think I am? Yeah, well, we <laughs> we played mostly with our family. So I have four adult children and their spouses. So we played with them. And sometimes it would be funny, like they, somebody would say, well, that's not me. And they, yeah, everybody else in the room goes, yeah, that is you. That kind of is. <laughs> yeah, and so it just get a laugh out of it. You know, it's nothing really mean-spirited at all. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good to hear. So how can people yeah. order this game? Where can they get it from? Yeah, you can get it from sophiainstitute.com. And right now it's on sale. So get it now. It just came out, actually. Uh, brand new game. So good for the yeah. beach. Your beach week, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We got summer coming up. Yeah. So that's great. Absolutely. And then also, Sophia Institute is your publisher for the books, too. That's right. Yes, you can get the books there, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. And um, how much does this cost? Like if, if I go order this today and want to play it with the family and stuff, how much yeah. does it cost? I think it's uh, on sale right now for $24.99. Yeah. Well, see, that's good, right? Not too yeah. much inflation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no supply chain issues on delivery? Well, actually, yes. I mean, it was supposed to come out probably oh, quite a while ago. <laughs> but the supply chain, yeah, I was sitting on a boat probably somewhere. <laughs> That's that's thanks Joe Biden, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is his, by the way. Uh, effective, strategic, logical, snake oil salesman. <laughs> no. Yeah. Somebody would have to read those to him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, Maybe we can put that game in a teleprompter form. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that way we can tell him what to say. Yeah. Now, your faith has played a lot into your books. And... Yeah the game itself here first of all is this the first game and how much does your faith apply to your daily life in these four temperaments oh well i think temperament actually understanding our temperament is um is is goes well goes way back and there's a lot of uh, many saints and spiritual writers and even popes have written about temperament so it's actually uh, a wonderful way to grow in our own spiritual life so because once you know what your temperament is, you kind of have a you have an insight into what your natural weaknesses might be, your strengths and your weaknesses. But the weaknesses give us a clue as to how we could grow in virtue. So, for example, the choleric temperament is very, you know, we said very the natural leader, right? But they their weaknesses might be that they need to grow in the virtue of humility or um, patience with other people. So that's an example. Um, the phlegmatic, on the other hand, might need to grow in the virtue of holy audacity or fortitude. So each temperament has its own, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And it tells us also what our natural virtues and our natural vices are. Yeah. No, very good. SophiaInstitute.com, everybody. Check that out. Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We'll get the links out there for everybody and get the books. And I'm going to play this game with the family. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Great. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the bus show. You take it easy.